An editor's note. During this podcast, we ask Mr. Ruddick if he lives in Ward 8. He states he does. In fact, Mr. Ruddick lives in Ward 14, near the intersection of Upper Horning and Mohawk Road. Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 20, Steve Ruddick, running for city councilor in Ward 8, recorded on August 30th, 2018. Steve Ruddick, you're running for city councilor in Ward 8. Welcome to the 155 podcast. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Firstly, tell us, who are you? My name's Steve Ruddick, currently a weather forecaster for CHCH Television and living in Hamilton for the last 25 years. Moved from Regina to here because I love the area and want to be part of this city. Why are you running? Why am I running? Well, Hamilton's strategic plan says it best, really, I think, uh, Joy, in its mission statement. And that is to be the best place to raise a child and age successfully. And I'm excited to see things moving on in that direction. And I want to work on behalf of the constituents in Ward 8 to bring that statement to fruition. I plan to move that discussion forward from vision to action by making more demands that our existing taxpayer dollars are spent wisely. So I know with open dialogue and transparency, we can get that job done. An editor's note added after recording the podcast. Mr. Ruddick, in the following question, will state that he lives in Ward 8. In fact, Mr. Ruddick lives in Ward 14, near the intersection of Upper Horning and Mohawk Road. Do you live in Ward 8, yes or no? Yes. Does it matter if one lives in the community one seeks to represent? I believe if you're at least close to it in a neighboring area, you do have the same experience as that area, so I think that is important. How have you contributed to your community and our city? I work for many charities in my community for the last 25 years. Currently, I volunteer on a board at St. Joseph's Hospital. I worked in communications for some other prominent people in the community, so I feel very qualified to communicate on behalf of the residents of Ward 8. Because after all, at the end of the day, that is really what the job is. What are your two priorities for Ward 8 and two priorities for Hamilton as a whole? For Ward 8, the first is sustainable living for our seniors so that they can age in place successfully. What that means is better infrastructure without raising taxes and more access to recreational facilities and parks. All of this then brings families, including members with disabilities, together. That's important. Secondly, more affordable housing for our youth and families starting out. I want to initiate that discussion with developers that are granted building permits so that somehow we can build a good diverse percentage of affordable housing going forward. And we as representatives of Hamilton have to be the ones to make the ward suitable and livable, and I know I can initiate that. As far as other things, I'm looking at safety. We need to do more than discuss safety. We need to put safety plans into action using existent taxpayer dollars and give our first responders the tools they need to keep our community safe. And we need to dialogue with other tiers of government for more funding, if needed. What are three skills you will bring to elected office that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on city council? Well, Joey, firstly, I'm a communicator. This job is to communicate the desires of the residents of my ward to city council. I will do that. We also have to take into account the needs of the rest of the residents of Hamilton, and I appreciate that. However, this job, if elected, 
will, for me will be to communicate the needs of my constituents and work towards resolutions to get them met. Secondly, I'm a passionate negotiator and peacekeeper. I've constantly promoted Ward 8 in Hamilton through my Facebook page, which is Steve Ruddick's Weather. Several thousand viewers have watched stories of people, places, and things in the ward over the past few years, and that makes us unique and a desirable place for people to want to live and play in. I'm passionate about seeing my community grow and protecting green space as well, and also demolishing the broken-down buildings that are just wasting up our valuable space. Hamilton zoning regulations prevent the building of multi-unit clustered housing, which is in scale with existing single-family housing, commonly referred to as the missing middle. There are approximately 100,000 Hamiltonians in their 20s and approximately 140,000 Hamiltonians over the age of 65. The missing middle is medium-density transit-connected housing in walkable communities and is important to young renters, first-time owners, and critical for seniors seeking to successfully age in place in the communities they've lived for decades. As a member of City Council, you will need to address housing challenges in Hamilton. You will face opposition to infill development and provincially mandated intensification. How will you respond to concerns about development, and where do you believe mid-density growth should occur in your ward? Well, Joey, folks in poverty and seniors need a lot of the same things. They need access to a community. They need access to food, including grocery stores. And this means that we need to build affordable and seniors' housing that is close to grocery stores and community centers, or we build those within the affordable housing and community centers, and we also need to have transit accessible and regular. We need to imagine the bigger picture, which is our communities, what do they are? They're working for folks who are 8 or 80. We don't want to make seniors or affordable housing into ghettos. And this means a lot of high-rises isn't the solution when we can build low-rise, mixed-income, mixed-use properties. I know from CMHC and talking with Hamilton and Burlington home builders that there are substantive affordability issues around housing costs. Each unit of a new one would cost close to $200,000 because of land costs, lack of trades, high steel costs, things like that. But I'm relentless. I will work with developers, current affordable housing leaders, and government to maximize mid-density housing in places like closed-down schools or abandoned and derelict storefronts. What is something interesting or unique about Ward 8 that you believe the rest of Hamilton should know? Well, I'd like Hamilton to know about something that's exciting that's just opened up, the William Connell Citywide Park. It's a place for all of us to gather, and when it's finished with the rink and the toboggan hills for experts and beginners, it's going to be, as Councillor Terry Whitehead is terming, our winter wonderland, and it's going to bring other neighborhoods like Ralston, Gurley, and Centermount together. What are two changes you will propose to improve city services? Transit, first of all. Whether it's LRT or improving buses, we need more direct buses that don't meander off the main routes in order to move people faster around. Also, to look at the fare situation. A pass that lasts a whole day, no matter how many times you use it, is great. Let's dump the transfer scenario. Also, more special event busing, not just for Tiger Cat games, but other major events in the city as well. And secondly, roads. Improve pothole fill times, speed zones, and better law enforcement, including speed bumps, sidewalk construction, bike lanes are key areas as well. What are two changes you will propose to improve quality of life in Hamilton? Well, I have more than two, but I'll give you a couple. I want to see areas for safer biking in Ward 8. I'd like to see a bike assist trolley for those traveling up and down the Queen Street stairs. And pothole fill times need to be improved and speed zones need more enforcement. Hamilton City Council decided against ranked balloting. Ranked balloting enables voters to choose by prioritizing candidates they feel qualified for public office and best able to represent them. What is your position on ranked ballots? 
I think ranked balloting would give voters a feeling of having more say in the election. They would have a couple or three favorites, and I think most people do, but they finally have to agree on one pick. But if you have a backup, I think that may be making a more satisfying option for some, but that's not the main point here. What we need to do is increase voting participation. 30% is too low and unacceptable. Perhaps ranked balloting will help this. How will you improve civic governance and engagement during the next four years? I will continue to be reachable and transparent to my constituents and represent their needs. So essentially, I will be doing my job at council. I will continue with town hall meetings started by Councillor Whitehead, which I attended, and feel they are very effective, as I feel he has been. And I commit to my constituents that I will represent them in a fair and understanding way at all times, and I will make them proud that I am their representative. While I'll also work harder with the talented city staffers, other councillors, and the mayor to put into action the proposals that are brought to me that seem to be stalling in red tape all the time. How will the City of Hamilton's strategic plan guide your decision-making in hiring a new city manager, and what qualities do you seek in a new city manager? Well, the city's strategic plan has this vision, as I mentioned, to be the best place to raise a child and age successfully. When looking for qualities in our new city manager, that person, I believe, must have a background in business, communication, marketing, and strategic planning, but also, and equally so, this person must be humble and have some humanity. They have to be passionate about their city. They have to have an understanding of the role of seniors in our community and understand the stresses and the joys of raising children in tough economic situations and also thriving communities as well. A city manager must tune in with all of this. Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you do so? Part of what I'm doing right now in door-to-door work is not telling people what they think, but instead asking them their thoughts on what they want their neighborhoods and the ward to work towards. I then prioritize those, look to the public sector to be involved if possible to stretch those dollars further. But I'm there to listen to the people. It's 2022. The public record is writing a review of the four-year council term that is just ending. What three words do you hope we will use to describe your term on council? And what three words do you hope will describe council as a whole? Well, for council in general, let's go with cohesive, which is sticking together in decisions for the betterment of the residents. Let's go for magnanimous, which means unselfish, benevolent, and noble. And thirdly, decorous, which is good taste, dignified, and proper. Now, for my term in council, how about effective, how about noble, and courageous? Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks you wish to share? Joy, just what I want to tell people is that when you go to the polls, folks, and you see that sheet of paper with the names on it, I know you're going to think, all these people want to help Ward 8 and the city get better. But one person has the best chance of doing that. And how do I pick them? Well, is it someone who already knows the players and already built a positive relationship with them, opening the door to working well together, or someone who does not have those relationships developed over 25 years? I'm that person, and I ask you to vote Steve Ruddick on October 22nd, because the mountain matters. Thank you for joining us today. I want to thank the Terry Berry Branch of the Hamilton Public Library for the use of their makerspace where we recorded this podcast today. This has been Episode 20 of the Public Records, The 155 Podcast, our interviews with all candidates in the 2018 Hamilton Municipal Election. 
The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.